My name is Victoria. I come from Ghanaian parents and grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. I'm a painter turned entrepreneur on a mission to empower Black women to step into their genius and make an impact. I have a vision for creative women to feel confident and powerful and let go of all the limiting beliefs holding us back from going all out and showing up. I'm also the founder of the Kindred Creatives Collective, where I host dinners and retreats to hold space for Black women to prioritize self-care, build a tribe, and feel inspired. I want a world where Black women artists are celebrated, valued, and paid more. My goal for this podcast is to help women of color build sustainable and purpose-driven practices. Every week, I'll chat with a boss who's making bold moves in her industry as a creative entrepreneur. After hanging out with us, you'll feel empowered to build your own creative empire. Now let's start the show. Hey, people. All right, let's get into it. This episode is really important because we're going to talk about fear and how it can stop us from living up to our potential and going after our dreams. Now, if you've ever felt like stuck or unworthy or even lazy to accomplish your goals and you're like, what is wrong with me? Like, why can't I do the things I say I want to do? Why can't I accomplish my goals? Why can't I live the life that I dream of? If you feel like you're constantly having to combat fear, doubt, and worry, and you're like stressed out all the time, you are not alone. I feel those ways all the time. And what's really helped me is to reframe fear for it to serve me instead of sabotaging me. So what would it mean to you if fear was meant to serve you and not sabotage you? What if fear wasn't the enemy? What if it was your homegirl? You know, someone who can support you, be there for you, hype you up, you know, point you in the right direction, tell you if you're tripping. What if fear was that person for you? I think this is so key because when I started to think about fear in this way, everything changed for me. And I want to share some of the things that I've learned, some of the strategies and tools that I'm using right now to really help me push forward. And also to think about like, what can we do in order to have fear work for us? So it's going to cover a lot. And I hope you have your (laughs) pen and paper ready because I want you to really take it all in, observe all this information and use it, implement it so that you can go out there and make magic happen because we're all capable of so much goodness. Okay, so the first thing I just want to talk about is how fear can stop us from achieving our highest potential. So when you think about things in your life that, that have happened and things in your life that haven't happened, what is what is the kind of turning point? What are the reasons why you were able to do certain things? And what are the reasons why you weren't able to accomplish certain goals? Think about that for a minute. Because I believe that fear is actually a really great way to 
follow what your purpose is, your follow what your joy is, to really understand how to get the freedom that you're looking for. So I think we should use fear as a way to kind of guide us or lead us in the direction of our freedom. So what's really important to do is to really just kind of slow down, slow down and think about what fear means to you. How is it showing up in your life? What are you doing because of fear? How are you acting? How are you showing up? Really take a minute and write it down. Really think about it. How is fear showing up for you? And really think about how can it help you? Because I think that when you really take a moment to think about it, you'll find some really helpful insights about how you behave, habits you may have, things that you do, triggers. And I think it also gives you a lot of clarity once you recognize and bring awareness to how fear is showing up in your life. And, you know, fear is never going to go away and that's okay. So how can we use it as a way to kind of accomplish the things we want to accomplish? How can we move through fear and still do the things we want to do? So that's what I want to talk about. I really do think that there are three things you need to work your fear. One of them is inspiration. So I don't know about y'all, but whenever I'm around a community of my people who really get me, who I really trust, who I really relate to, but also and importantly are like accomplishing really amazing things, you know, wanting to create a better life for themselves, really purpose-driven. When I'm with women like that who I feel aligned to, I just get so inspired and they honestly push me to be better and to do more. You need people like that in your circle, in your tribe who inspire you to be the best you can be. So I think that's really key to feel inspired. And that's one of the ways you can feel inspired by your tribe. There are other ways, but I think that that is like kind of like a secret sauce to just have people around you who can help you level up. It's it's so important. The other thing I want to touch on to work your fear is mindset. So this is like, I think number one, because you have to get your mind right to embrace your fears so that they serve you. Think about the thoughts that are coming up for you when you think about things that you want to accomplish or your dreams. What is your mind telling you? What is what is your body feeling? What are things that, you know, what signals are you experiencing that direct you to do certain things? Think about that for a minute. What thoughts are you having about yourself when you think about your goals or your dreams? We're going to get more into this because I have seven exercises that you can use to kind of figure out how to embrace your fears, seven mindset strategies and tools that I've used and that I've heard from different mastermind groups that have really helped me. So we're going to get into mindset because I think that's super important. But that's the second thing, mindset. The third thing is having a growth, um, just like 
thinking about how you can move outside of your comfort zone in order for growth. So if you ever want to change your circumstances, your state of mind, your happiness, your how much money you make, if you ever want to change any of those things, you really need to think about how to move outside your comfort zone, take inspired action, and you know, accomplish things that you want to accomplish. But you're not going to be able to do that if you stay in your comfort zone, do the things you've always done. You know, you have to move forward. You have to level up and change. And I know that could be scary. Change can be scary. Um, But in order to really work your fear, you have to be in a growth mindset to always live outside your comfort zone. So that's super important too. So just to review, the three things you need to work your fear is inspiration, mindset, and growth, okay? So at the From Fear to Freedom Artist Retreat, we actually have three sessions that are inspired by those three different topics because I think they're so important to really move through your fear. We're going to have a session about inspiration. We're going to have a session about mindset. And we're going to have a session about how can we grow as creatives to move towards our goals and our dreams. So super excited. But I think that, you know, in order to really understand each of these things, I wanted to talk more specifically about the mindset piece, because I think that that's like the biggie, like that's the piece that once you get right, everything else kind of falls into place. If your mind isn't right, you can take, you can tell yourself all day long that you want to do something, but you're not going to do it. You can be around people who are making big moves, but you're not going to feel like you can. You're going to still shrink and be small. But if you feel worthy, if you have your mind set where you know that this is possible for me, I deserve this, I should go after what I desire because I am worthy, then everything else kind of falls into place. So I want to talk about mindset. In this... In the show notes, you'll see a, a freebie for seven exercises to embrace your fears, and it will go more specifically into each of these seven exercises you can do, but I'm going to touch on them and also share about how they have kind of impacted me, how they show up in my life, different examples and stories that I can kind of share to like help you understand how I got through these things. So I think that's going to be fun. Okay, so... The seven exercises to embrace your fears are face your fears, flip your fears, use fear as your GPS, rename your fears, slay your failures, use a body compass, and release and trust. So let's get into these. I want to share some examples and I want to kind of explain what each of them means. So the first one is face your fears. So this one is all about, you know, one of the things that is, I think, trips us up about fear is thinking that, you know, we're going to fail, a fear of failing and not wanting to be embarrassed, not wanting to put ourselves out there and be criticized. You know, all of those things, you have this kind of fear of something bad happening. So, okay, something bad could happen, right? Failure could happen. And, you know... Failure is obviously not necessarily a bad thing. I I truly believe it's just feedback for us to 
grow and get better and level up. But let's say that, you know, one of your fears is failure. Totally understandable. One of the things you can do to kind of help you move through that fear is to write down the worst case scenario. So what would happen if your worst scenario happened? What would you feel? What would happen? Really think about it. Like, go there. I know that could be hard, but really think about, like, what would happen? How would you feel? What would happen in your life? What would you do? Like, think about it very specifically. Write it down, okay? And then think about, like, what is the chance that this is going to happen? So from a scale to 1 to 10, what what's the chance that your failure is actually going to happen? The thing that you are like the most afraid of happening is actually going to happen. What's the chances from a scale of 1 to 10, from 1 being um, absolutely avoidable, this is not going to happen, to 10 being, yep, this is going to happen, this is what's up. So think about that and then just... Do a scale for yourself. And then when you're done with that, then think about, okay, so let's say this terrible thing does happen. Now come up with a plan about like, what would you do to um, figure it out? Like if something bad or if your worst case scenario, like for example, let's say that you're launching a program and no one signs up right? This happened to me. I launched a mastermind um, like a year ago and I had some interest, but no one was like putting out money for it. And eventually I just kind of had to pull it because I just didn't get enough people to sign up and it just wasn't working out. So that was actually something I was afraid of happening that like no one would sign up, that it would like, I wouldn't make any money, that it would be a total failure. And it actually did happen. And when I think back to that time, I learned so much, first of all, just about like my audience and my message and kind of how to sell and, you know, what I really want to do. So for me, I got so much out of it. But when I thought about like, like if I think now about that situation and if that was one of my my fears of this program failing, what I would kind of do to set myself up for failing is to, okay, so if I failed, if I didn't make any money, then what? Then I would have to tell my audience that this didn't didn't work out. I would have to stop the program and maybe do it a different time. I would have to kind of take the L and realize that this didn't work out. So some emotional, you know, stains kind of public you know stains would happen so what would what's my action plan for if that happened okay so if that happened I would send an email and explain my story to my audience and say what do y'all want what is it that you're interested in seeing in this mastermind what can I learn from like your needs to make this program better I would probably do that If I was thinking about just like the embarrassment of failing, I would, what I, the plan of action I would do is to just like give myself a self-care day to just kind of pamper myself and tell myself it's okay because it's hard and it's disappointing and that's okay to feel those things. But what can I do to kind of energize myself, make myself feel good again? 
And for me, just having like a self-care day would feel good. So that would be my plan to reach out to my audience, ask like, yo, like what, what was the misstep here? What didn't you like about the program? What wasn't calling you? Like, what is it that I can do better next time? And then I would give myself a self-care day. So that would be my action plan for the, the worst case scenario. Does that make sense? So that's what you can do for face your fears. Flip your fears is similar, but instead of thinking of your worst case scenario, think about your best case scenario. So this is important because a lot of people are actually afraid of success. So what would it mean if you accomplished everything that you wanted to accomplish that exactly what your dreams were came true? Like what would happen? How would you feel? A lot of people are afraid of that because they feel like things will change. The people who are in their life will leave. You know, maybe they wouldn't be able to handle the level of success they have. Maybe they will change. Like there's all kinds of fears that could come along with that. And so one way to kind of embrace that fear is to write down your best case scenario, similar to like how we wrote down the worst case, and then scale it, do the same scale from one to 10. And then think about what would you do if like your, if you were successful, what's your action plan to support yourself through that success? So think about like, what would you need to do? What would you need to set up for yourself? What type of mindset would you have? What help would you need? Think about those things and create your own action plan. Okay, so those are the, the first two. The third one is fear as your GPS. So this one is really about just breathing and being in touch, listening to your higher power. So a really great way to do this is meditation. Just take 20 minutes, either um, when you first wake up or at night, right before you go to sleep, and just take some quiet time to meditate and tap into your higher power and listen to the wisdom there. So that's pretty simple. I know a lot of you are probably already doing that. You probably have other meditation practices you do, but that's a really great way to just kind of stop, slow down, breathe, and meditate, and then see what comes from that. See what... um you know, how your fear kind of shifts or insights you may get from those meditation sessions. The other, number four, rename your fears. So this one is about what if we took fear and swap it out for an empowering meaning? So fear has this like bad rap of being the boogeyman, right? Something that we need to run away from, avoid at all costs, like is no good, right? What if we didn't think about fear in that way, but thought of it as a friend, a homegirl, a way to serve us? Or what if we thought of it as like, took the word for fear and thought of something that makes us feel empowered. So think of a word that makes you feel strong or feel powerful or feel empowered. Like for me, a word that I always love to go to is worthy. Because whenever I think of worthy, I just like, it makes me feel inspired to like take bold moves. So what if instead of fear, you think of something that you're like really capable of, or you think of like the word worthy, something empowering so that you can kind of shift that narrative in your mind for something that's positive. So try that out. Use your fear as, um, as a way to rename it into something more empowering for yourself. 
So the next one, slay your failures. I love this one because I feel like, I mentioned this earlier, but failure does not mean like, it's not the worst thing that could happen. It really isn't. And I honestly think that failure is such a good tool to learn from, like your your failures. So this one is about thinking about good things that came out of failure. So something might have gone wrong. Something might have been deemed a failure for you in your life. Think about what that is. Think about a specific incident and write down three good things that came from this. So I mentioned earlier about the mastermind that failed. Essentially, no one signed up. I didn't make any money from it. I had to like, you know, stop it from moving forward. So I would consider that a failure, but I learned so much from that experience. And for me, it's a win because I was able to really get a better understanding of my audience and what they want and who they are. I was able to think about just some of the marketing um, strategies I was using that wasn't really effective. I really took some time to learn and I joined another group, another mastermind group to really just learn some more marketing skills and understand a little bit about how to um, position myself for people to really like, you know, take me seriously and for people to like trust and like me. I had to really think about that a little bit deeper and that helped me so much. And then really honestly, I think that the the first iteration of that mastermind really helped me developing the retreat to Ghana and just thinking about like what type of experience do I want to create and why. And I don't believe I would have got into this retreat in Ghana that I will be hosting in 2021 if I hadn't gone through that experience for me that was kind of like the stepping stone to figure out like okay what do I really want to do and why so for me like all those things happen and I don't think it would have without that experience of failing that mastermind so think about like three good things that happen out of your failure The next one is tap into your body compass. So this one I learned from Rachel Rogers through her mastermind. And I just love it because I think it's so important to like think about the wisdom in your body and how that could impact your decision making. So thinking about like really paying attention to what your body is telling you. So are you feeling kind of alive and inspired and expansive when you think of a specific situation or do you feel heavy and kind of like down and does your does your throat tighten do you feel like you know you're gonna die like this is the beginning of the end <laughs> like what happens when you think about a certain things that you want to accomplish so This is, it's important to also breathe through this, you know, close your eyes, breathe and allow your mind to settle and really just be present in your body. And if you want, these are some helpful questions that you can use to really understand like what your body is doing when you, when you think about these things. One of them is, do you really want to do this? So ask yourself, do I really want to do this? And think about what your body tells you. Does your body feel light? Does it feel expansive? Or does your body feel heavy and kind of restrictive? 
and like really feel into that. And if, you know, at first you're not really understanding what your body is telling you or what the sensations feel, that's okay. Just keep practicing it and you'll be able to kind of tune in better to what your body is telling you the more you do it. But this is a really, really helpful tool about like any decision that you're making, any fear that you have around a decision, tap into your body compass and think about like, what is my body telling me about what I should do? Because your body can tell you so much more than your mind can in a lot of ways. So tap into that. That's like your superpower. I think more people should use that, honestly. And the last one is release and trust. So fear lives in the future. Whenever you're afraid of something, it's always about like what could happen. It's not what's happening in the moment. Usually you're good in the moment, but like you're afraid of what could happen in the future. So let's live in the present. You know, let's think about what's actually happening in our life that's really good like what are you like doing that's amazing that you're really proud of that like you can pat yourself on the back about like think about it because I'm sure I am sure there are so many things that you're amazing at and that you're doing really well so think about that because I truly believe that on the other side of fear is freedom so when you really think about like what you're doing really well and move towards like your strengths and like you know, what naturally you're good at. If you operate in the, in that way and think about like how, even though you're fearful of something, you still like moving through that fear and accomplishing something, you'll definitely accomplish and go towards whatever you want. And I think that's like so true. So think about like, what do you want to, how are you already doing like bomb work? But, you know, we all want to get better and grow. So, like, how can you level up is also important. But think about, like, what you're doing already that's really good. So, envision your challenge like you have already won. And this is this is important because I think that when you can kind of hype yourself up and remember, like, remember your dopeness and all the things that you're really good at already, like, take inventory of, like, what people have told you about yourself that's really amazing, the projects you've accomplished, the new skills you've gained, the people you've met, like, take inventory of all the dopeness in your life, recognize that you're already killing it, and tell yourself, like, remind yourself of that. So when you have these moments of doubts and worries, just, like, Go back to that little list that you created, go back to those emails or whatever, and like, you know, hype yourself up and make yourself feel like you deserve whatever you want to do because you've already done it. You've already done so much. Have faith and gratitude for what you've already done and that what you want to happen will happen and allow the universe to show up for you. So those are the seven exercises you can do. I hope that was helpful. So again, they're face your fears, flip your fears, fear as your GPS, rename your fears, slay your fears, use a body compass, and release and trust. So in case you're wanting all that information in one place, there is an exercise workbook that you can download and have a PDF of all the seven exercises with different prompts that you can do at home. And like I said, I've done all these. They definitely worked. I was able to accomplish things that I never thought I would in my life. And you know, there's so much more I want to do, but I recognize what I've already done. And I really 
I really celebrate my wins whenever I can. And I think that's important. So I just want to leave you all with this. Believe that your dream is possible and that it's available to yourself. Give yourself permission to live the life of your dreams. Don't let fear stop you. Use fear to serve you. Move through fear to accomplish all the things you want to accomplish in your life. Because if you already have the thought to do it, that means that it's possible. Okay, love y'all so much. I hope this was inspiring and helpful. And let me know what you think. Let me know if you're doing any of the exercises and how it's working for you. I want to hear all about it. See you next week, same day, same time. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And send me a comment if you really like this one. And remember to uplift and support another woman creative today. Always remember to embrace your creative genius.